intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. What actually is your biggest food problem? Is it like sweets? Is it candy? Is it just like overeating like certain veggies or is it just... No, all the above. Okay, so let me tell you where my problem begins. Okay. So my problem began from, like, my great-great-great-great-great-grandparents because they're Italian. Mm-hmm. And um, it just kind of transitioned over from when my family moved from Italy to Brazil because of agriculture. There's my second problem, right? Mm-hmm. We're, like, big-time agricultural farmers. Um, and then... My, hold on, it gets better. And then my third problem is that I have a lot of uncles and aunts that own restaurants, right? So mm-hmm. there's my other problem, is that everyone has food all the time, everywhere we go, wherever we meet up, it always revolves around food. Mm-hmm. But then on top of it, I have an aunt that makes the best desserts. Yeah. So then there's that. And on top of being an Italian-Brazilian, now American, um, I have this thing in my family that you always have to offer people food, even if they just got done eating like an eight-course meal, right? You still have to offer them food. So like even after we're done and stuffed, and we find a reason, any reason to have food out there, you don't even need a reason, okay? You woke up from an app, you know what, we need some food out. And it's not just some food, it's like an eight-course meal. Um, and then you need the snacks before the snacks. You need pre-snacks, right? <laughs> so what happens is I'll go out to eat with people now or I'll cook at home and people will be like, you know, they'll order, we'll say sushi, for example example and i i love sushi but i hate it and i'll tell you why in a minute okay for sushi and everyone will order like one or two rolls right Mm -hmm. and i'll eat and i'll be like "Ooh, i should probably stop because they're full and they'll be like oh man i'm not gonna take this home and i'll be like oh no you know i'll totally take it home and then we'll all get in the car and mind you i just took everyone's sushi that they didn't eat with me right yeah and they'll I'll get into my car and I'll sit there and eat the rest of the sushi uh, <laughs> in the car before I ever leave, right? And then this is what I hate about sushi, and I know so many people can agree with me on this, okay. is as soon as I'm done eating the sushi, like a half an hour later, I'm fucking starving again. Yes. Oh, my, my God. Language. But I am so hungry. I'm like, oh, my God. I could eat, like, three pizzas. But when I do keto, I can't eat pizza. So then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get ribs. So then I'll go get ribs, and I'll eat them, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so full. And I'll take the other, because I always get a full rack. I'll yeah. take the other half rack home. Right? Yeah. And then when I get home, I'll just finish the other half a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a couple of issues. I have overeating. I have the fact that I feel guilty if I'm not eating when I'm socializing with somebody. Like right now we're on the phone. I feel like I need to have like gum in my mouth or I need to have like a snack in front of me. Yeah, like, like a beef jerky or something, something to keep your mouth moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, I just got to have something like popcorn. Like if I go to the movies, I 
I don't even like buttered popcorn. To t- I don't like the taste of it. Really? Or salted popcorn. Oh, yeah. I don't like the taste of it. Yeah. But if I go to the movies, I have to have it. I don't know what it is. And I'll take like a handful and eat it. And that'll be it. Wow. But if, as soon as they go to take the popcorn away, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm still eating it. <laughs> and I always leave the movie theater with like a full box of popcorn. And then I'll eat it in my car. Oh. I don't know if I get depressed because I'm like alone going home or what. And so now I'm eating my depression. I have no wow. idea. But like I said, if it wasn't for wrestling, <laughs> right, I would be huge <laughs> what that that's so random I have so, a bunch of problems that's so random so you actually take the popcorn home you don't leave it at the theater in the seat you take it with you the bucket <laughs> no dude it's like seven bucks <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> why would i do that somebody is getting their car broken into and i i'm sorry no I'm it's okay no, that's that's so that's so that's so crazy that you take the popcorn home. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I'll buy it, but it's like I won't walk out with it. I don't know. I just feel embarrassed walking out with popcorn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no, that's true. I don't, so me personally, I just feel embarrassed. Like even if I don't finish it, I'm like I'm gonna leave it here. I'm not gonna take it out with me, you know. But like, look at this fat ass with this popcorn, you know. Like taking it, you know. You know what it is? What? It, it may come from like growing up really poor. Yeah. Uh, so in America, like we were really poor when we moved here. So every little thing, like we ate rice, just rice. For a whole week one time i remember my grandma used to be like oh i'm making you guys like little rice balls <laughs> you like little little rice cakes oh, it, was, it was rice yeah. <laughs> like we were we were extremely poor my mother was extremely proud to ask for help but you know we made we made it by and uh yeah i don't like wasting things so I always take, so maybe that's another food problem I have, is like the guilt of wasting Oh, uh, So you feel like, it's subconsciously, like you feel bad about it, like to leave it behind because you know the value of food f- from just having rice all the time. So you're like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta save this popcorn, I gotta take it with me and I gotta eat it in the car, I gotta make sure everything gets eaten, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, maybe that's it. Wow, I got bigger issues. <laughs> No, but I'm saying that when you think about it, though, that subconsciously, that could be why, like, you feel you have to take it with you. And, like, even sushi, like, you know, going back to the sushi thing, like, I'll have, I'll order, like, a big platter of sushi that comes out. So, let's say the bill is, like, 50 bucks. And sometimes I'll get it with um, um, sashimi with sushi. So, it's, like, a mixture of the both. Uh And then I'm full that moment. That moment I finish everything, I'm so full. But, like, an hour later... I'm, I'm telling my wife, like, I am so hungry. I don't know what it is. I'm just so fucking no, hungry. But I think you know? that's just sushi. I think that's just sushi on its own. It leaves you hungry. Yeah. So I honestly feel like that's what it is. Uh, because I've had other friends tell me the same thing. They're like, yeah, no, I think it's just sushi in itself. It just leaves people hungry. Really? Because, like, I'll eat Chinese food, no problem, right? All yeah. the MSG in that one. Yeah. I'll eat it and no problem ever. Um, yeah. But if I have like, su- for some reason, sushi can never fill me up fully. I don't know what it is. Oh, I that, don't know. Yeah. And then I have the whole like, we 
like you literally have to eat everything on your plate. Yes. Uh, on top of eating everything on your plate, you have to like. <laughs> you, you always got a snack, right? Food yeah. for everyone. Endless amounts of desserts, always like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same with Puerto Rican because my mother always like had food ready for me and she was always like, make sure you eat all your food. Make sure it is, I want to see that, pa- that plate clean. So like thinking about yeah. it, even when I go out to eat that, like that kind of stems from childhood. So I'm like, oh my God, like I can't leave this, you We're know. We're all traumatized. Yes. We're like, all traumatized from our people. Parents. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to make the chef feel bad. I got to eat this, you know, I, at oh, least. Yeah, so yeah, dude, great. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's another thing, right? You go out to eat. My mom's like, they're going to think you didn't like the food. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, mom, it's a, this is a franchise. Yeah, right. They all make the same food. It right? doesn't matter. You have to eat. Right? Like, I don't think Golden Corral is going to care if you eat the cornbread, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Even though I've never been to a Golden Corral. Oh, my God. For Wait a minute. So, all the times you wrestling, been to places, you've never been to a Golden Corral? No, but do you know what? I love Chuckarama. Oh, my. I don't think I know. I've never been there. What, what is that? Describe. Chuckarama is like a Golden Corral, but not. Oh, Okay. And then and, and what what do you stuff your plate with? At Chuckarama? Yeah. Like everything. Oh, everything? You get everything? Okay. Oh, yeah. I get I eat everything except for bread pudding. I don't like soggy bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I feel like bread pudding is, it just reminds me of doing dishes. Somebody <laughs> didn't put the rest of their food. It's so gross, right? You know what else is gross? What? Is now that we're on the subject of gross, I think it's an American thing, um, but everyone puts like ketchup <laughs> on their burritos, <laughs> and I am like, that's disgusting. Yeah. But not only is it gross, then like you know they leave like some cheese on the plate with a little bit of the burrito which there is some type of a bread on it right because the tortilla is made out of masa or flour in america and it's on there and then they got the ketchup and then they put water on it and then it gets this foul nasty smell (laughs) and i have found that it's mostly men (laughs) sorry don't throw that stuff in the garbage and then how hard is it to take your plate and just put it in the dishwasher oh my gosh (laughs) can you even think about that concept the dishwasher is right next to the sink (gasps) and the trash can is right next to the sink oh my god why do you think they're all next to each other because it's convenient (laughs) to just oh let me just stick it here instead of letting this thing sit there so get nasty and smell like 
nasty. You, so, you, anyways, you, my well, well, you want to hear nasty? Try, try having yeah. having the dishwasher and having people leave dishes in the sink when you have a dishwasher where you could just throw the food out and just put the dishes in the dishwasher and even. That's ma- what I'm saying. Hey, you don't even have to start That's it. Just I'm leave saying. it in the dishwasher. <laughs> Just put it in the dishwasher. You yeah. start it at night, you know? Yeah. Fill it up during the day, and then at night, you can throw a little Tide Pod. They are to wash. They are not to be eaten. Yes, yes. Remember that, okay? <laughs> wash them. Don't eat them. They are not candy. Uh, so, which, I when I first heard that, I was like, all right, this generation is dumb. So. <laughs> like, that's just dumb. Um, so, anyways, yeah throw it in that you know at night your parents can come home or whoever the responsible roommate is that actually cleans the house can just stick a little pot in there they will be forever grateful forever grateful right (laughs) that's true um let me ask you this what's what um what do you look forward to this year in 2019 what do you look forward to um a lot of great things I'll leave it at that. That's it. I love it. Wow. To wrestle again, man. I'm You're... so excited. Oh. I'm so excited. I can actually wrestle this year. Yeah. Well, last year, I only wrestled until May, and yeah. I got injured, and I was out. It is the worst yeah. ever. Uh, it was, like, bittersweet, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so excited. I can actually get back in the ring and... You know, it's a, a little harder when you've been out for a while and then having to start your momentum all over again. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm really, really excited for it. Oh, what is, what, what is like, the biggest takeaway you could take from last year? Don't wrestle in bad rings. How's that? If you get in a yeah. ring and it's fucked up, don't get back in it. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And um How's that? Yes, that's perfect. And how how are you feeling? How is everything? Like give me a, what's the update on your health? How are you how are you? Um well, I'm cleared. So wow. uh, I can actually wrestle. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Uh and yeah, I'm doing good. I feel good. I'm back uh doing gym gymnastics again yeah shocking a lot i posted actually me at a gymnastics center and somebody wrote back to me you do gymnastics no honey i just know how to backflip because i decided to kill myself one day (laughs) yes (laughs) we take gymnastics can you believe it that stuff actually helps yeah (laughs) and i could actually do it see (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Christy. Um, where, where, like now, you know, I know it's still early in the in, in the new year, but um, do you have any places you would love to wrestle at, or you would love to to see, or? Um, I would like to wrestle everywhere, right? Yeah. AW, obviously they're brand new, uh, but still, I'd like to wrestle there. ROH, Beyond, PCW, um, I'd like to go back out to the UK, Mexico, I love Mexico, Mutually uh, Libre Vaz, you know, uh, <laughs> in Phoenix, 
Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I love to wrestle at bar wrestling, um, at Compound. Let's see, where else would I like to wrestle? Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> black Label. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm forgetting like millions of them. Yeah. Oh, there's a just tons uh, of that, But yeah. there's there's so many great promotions out there, and I would love to, and so many great like female and male wrestlers that I would love to, you know, get in the ring with and wrestle. Yeah. Do you have any inspired new gear or nothing as of yet? I guess everyone's just gonna have to wait. Feet, right? Oh, what a cliffhanger. You always got to do the like cliffhanger. Oh. You got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So crazy. Oh, man. That's yeah. right. Um, you know, I know last year, you know, you've been through your struggles and, you know, injury injuries and whatnot. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, everybody, when they're injured, they have time to reflect. That uh, This probably is not a, like a deep question or nothing like that, but... Um, being, being like bed, almost like bedridden, what did you reflect on? Um, so I wasn't able to walk for almost six weeks after I had surgery. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I was able to reflect on was that I could absolutely watch so many Netflix movies um, in six weeks. I could almost got through every single one of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if I didn't wrestle. And then I realized how much weight I gained because I wasn't able to move. And I was like, wow, like this holds true. If I wasn't able to wrestle, I would gain so much weight. Like this is crazy. See full circle. This whole podcast just went full circle. <laughs> you know, right back to the beginning. I tell you, every one of my podcasts start with food, get a little bit of wrestling, and somehow I just bring it right, right back, back to food. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I'm saying that's. I the... did learn how to make a lot of great treats too while you know I was out. Oh, like what? Just saying, throwing that out there too. Um, like pavé. Oh, what is that? Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Um, it's a dessert with real sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the original real sugar, Coke. Lady fingers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. The stuff I can't eat anymore. Oh. Um, I learned how to make churros, like stuffed churros. I learned how to make pretzels and wow. <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff I'm not allowed to make. I can make a wonderful brioche bread. Have you ever had that? No, what is a brioche bread? Very sweet, sugary. Ooh. It's uh, the sugary French bread. It's very light, fluffy, but dense. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of like those king rolls, but better. Uh, so, yeah. Wow, you yeah, I learned how to. You're, you're yeah, I learned how to make monkey bread too. Oh yes, you're, my wife's make. She calls it gorilla bread, but yes, oh my god, that's so freaking oh, yeah, good. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. all oh, that sugar, like the cream cheese inside, the brown sugar. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, that's so good with like coffee or or like milk. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, see, I'm telling you guys, full circle, right? Yes, back to I know. The thing is, with that, I could eat that whole thing in one day. We both could eat that in one day, oh, in one I, sitting. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. I, I actually did. Wait, by yourself oh, or with yes. somebody else? Yes. No, by myself. <laughs> I don't share that stuff. <laughs> and I was still hungry. I was like, oh, I'm 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So, but that being said, yes. I am back in shape. Yes. I do fit into my gear once again, people. Oh, so you didn't need any alterations? You didn't need any alterations to your gear? Everything is the same like the way you was before? Uh, I mean, I'm not as fabulous. <laughs> You know, keto shape as I was before, but yeah. uh, I did try on my gear back in October. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, no. <laughs> um, and it didn't quite go on. Like, I have big thighs, but like, I had even bigger thighs. Oh, okay. So I couldn't even pull it up and I couldn't even pull my top down. And then I was like, oh, diet. Time oh. to start like getting back at the gym. Yeah. So then I, you know, changed my macros, which means I started counting my macros again. Um, <laughs> pulled out all the sugar from my diet, all the um, flour from my diet, and I started doing the gym twice a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, grueling for the first little bit. And then it was, it's just become, like, easier. Now it's, I'm, like, second nature. I fit into my gear. I even have room. Don't have my six-pack back yet, but I will. Um, But I don't have any overhangs. So that's, you know, that's that's good. And I I hate saying that because it's kind of like it shouldn't really matter what you look like, right, when you're Mm -hmm. wrestling. Yeah. Everyone is beautiful and accepted, but we are in the entertainment business, and wrestling fans are cruel, like they are ruthless. Uh, So, you know, that is always anytime, even when I, you know, before I got injured and I go to the gym all the time, anytime I had anything out of place or else I decided to do a cheat day and I gained a little bit of weight, like immediately that's what fans were talking about was my weight. Oh my God. Don't care about anything else. So yeah, that's it. That's the entertainment business. So, so. Well, so it's like major cyberbullying, like even for wrestlers as well. Yeah. Which is crazy because the people that cyberbully are the ones that complain about being cyberbullied. Yeah. And then they turn around and do it to other people. And I don't even know if they realize they're doing it, right? They're saying, well, it was supposed to be constructive criticism. When you tell somebody they're fat, how is that constructive criticism? Come on now. Yeah. And it's not like we're best friends, you know? Yeah. So, like, if my best friend came up to me and was like, dude, Christy, you can't wait gotta get that gym hard get off the sleeps right yeah. that would be d- different than some random person that just follows me on twitter being like girl you gained weight you fat yeah yeah like somebody so, saying hey i saw your match in 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 um this month and then i saw you this month you look so different you know and you're like what yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly and sometimes here's the thing you may not really look different it may just be the angle that that cameraman got you at or you know the photographer snapped you at so yeah oh. stuff, isn't it <laughs> we should talk about something less depressing like food 
<laughs> I feel bad for you because you have all this talent when it comes to doing sweets that you pretty much are not going to do it anymore because you're not, you can't eat that way. So it's just well, it's depressing. I can make them. Um, so I'm kind of uh, a bad person. So what I do is I make all these great sweets mm-hmm. and then I take them to Alley Cat. And I say, hey, you want to try something I made? And I take them to people like uh, Jay Sirius, JoJo, and I say, hey, I made you a treat. Or I'll take them to my family. Or I'll take them to other people and make them eat it. Oh, so you... They'll be like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Have you tasted this? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm on diet. Oh, oh my God. And they just look at me like, I'm going to kill you. Wow, so you're like a freaking sugar oh. drug dealer, <laughs> like a food dealer. <laughs> I am. I'm the food drug dealer. That's me. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my. People always eat my meal preps. We'll go on, like, road trips, and I'll have a cooler of, like, all this meal prep in there for me. Yeah. And people will watch me eat, and I'll be like, do you want one? And they're like, yes. So then by the time I get to my second meal, it's all gone. <laughs> Oh my God! You definitely, you definitely are a great eater. I tell you that you definitely are a great eater. But you know, it that not, um, it, it doesn't suck because you have to hinder your eating because you're wrestling. So you know, you try to be healthy for your body. But I guess if you wasn't a, a wrestler, let's say if you was Christy who worked at a factory or Christy who worked at a clothing store, would you eat the way you was eating before when you was in a hospital? Oh heck yeah, man! <laughs> They'd have to get a forklift to get me out of bed. I'd be all about that life. I would YouTube that life. Stop, stop. And they make millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Like Ryan's Toy Review and all these other YouTubers. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. And then maybe we could all get contracts if we were, you know, YouTubers and have, like, millions of followers. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> my my new gimmick name could be Rolly Poly. Rolly Polyoli. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I, I can't I can't wait to see you in the ring. I can't wait to see your, your match when you post it up when I just I just want to see the um the difference in your style now. You know. You know, now you yeah, probably me too. I wanna <laughs> yeah, yeah, me like, too. Do you remember a style? Yeah. Do I remember what style? <laughs> <laughs> I remember how to do that? You, you might. I'm saying you might be more more stronger as well. You probably, you know, you have more um, muscle mass too. Muscle, muscle mass. <laughs> We're going with muscle mass. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't mean that. I mean, like, you know, you're more powerful now. I guess you know. I mean, we'll, we'll all just wait and see. I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to be the first one to find out, right? Yep. My opponent will be the first one to find out. <laughs> All those poor fans that have to watch that match. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying before, like I would love for you to come to the Midwest and wrestle in the Midwest. If anybody could definitely book you in the Midwest because they need some flavor yes. out here. They need some flavor. Yes. You know. Bring, bring some flavor out there. I am all, all about spicing you guys up. With different uh, sweets and uh, food choices. <laughs> you 
Yep, they need it. They need it. And, and you know, in, in a land of salt, you need some brown sugar. So that's all I got to say. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That is right. You know? <laughs> hey, but you know, even salt looks like sugar. That's why we have to say brown sugar. Yeah. So yep, that is so true. That is so true. And we're not talking about Himalayan salt because that's <laughs> okay, I'm out. Oh, the sea salt or anything like that. I'm out. Nope, I ain't Rocky. I ain't Chunky. I ain't going that direction. Okay. This took a turn for the worse. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> it's all good, though. It's all good. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, just a, a few more questions for you because I know you're on the road. Um, um, so far, Christy, um, I know... Um, a lot of people have like different wishes for 2019. They make resolutions and stuff. Have you have you yourself made a resolution for yourself? And or if you did, is this something that you're gonna stick to? Yes. Yeah, so um, I do these vision boards, um, Ooh. and it's pretty much like uh, you know, go out, get yourself, you know, a cardboard paper thing and just look through magazines look through the internet like you have an actual visual of what you want to see change in your life what you want to have what you want to become what you want to transform um like it's one thing to say i'm gonna do this write it down on a piece of paper it's a completely different thing to say that's what I want to look like. Like this, if your goal is fitness, you know, if you go to a fitness magazine, cut out the image of the girl or the guy that you want to have a body similar to, you know, cut that out, paste it on this board. And then, you know, I want to have X amount of dollars in my bank account, paste that, you know, I want a contract, paste that on there, you know, uh, just multiple different things. I want to do this. I want to do that paste it on the board. So that's what I do. I do a vision board. Um, and it changes not a whole lot every year. Some years it changes more than others. Um, but that's always it. And it's interesting because people are always like, wow, you've hit your goal, right? Mm -hmm. uh, last year I told my friend I wanted something and she's like, oh my gosh, you totally hit your goal. And I looked at her and I'm like, no, I didn't. And she's like, why? Why do you always say it can be better? And I have to like explain this to people all the time. It's not that I'm not happy with my goal if I hit it or the things I have in my life. It's just that I know if I don't strive for better, then I'm going to be stuck at that level. So, yeah, I can be happy and content with something. So last year I said I wanted to buy myself this house um, at the end of the year, and this is the house I wanted, right? Mm -hmm. And so I did. I achieved that goal. I bought myself uh, a house. Mm -hmm. and and it is the house I want, and as soon as I closed, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you have like the perfect house, don't you love it, and I say, oh my gosh, it's a great house, I'm so happy with it, but it can be better, and mm. they just turn and look at me like, what are you talking about, this was on your vision board, you went out there, you saved the money, you 
bought it and now you're not happy with it. No, that's not it. It's not that I'm not happy with things. It's just you always have to strive for more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a he's an actor, and he always says the person I want to become is the person ten years from now. Because you can never become that person 10 years from now. Because that person 10 years from now is going to be different than 10 years from now. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yes. You're always striving to be better than mm-hmm. you are. So that's me. So my vision boards are always, they're very similar, but they're always slightly changed. Uh, so I am very happy and fortunate to be where I am in my life. I love the people in my life. I love my wrestling career, even though it did take a halt. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to not only get back there, but I'm going to surpass that this year. Wow. That's awesome. You know, like, you know, I I, I understand what you're saying about vision boards, because like, even when people get a house, you know, they're happy that they got a house, but they want add-ons to it. And, you know, like, I got this house, but it could use this. Like, you know, I have this car, but I, I, I see myself having this, you know. So you always you always think ahead, right? You're not, like, settling for what you have, even though you already have the house. You're always thinking ahead more of what you could add on to it or, uh, you know, uh, um, accentuate it, basically, right? Right. And it doesn't mean you're not happy with it. It just means that you are always striving to be better. Yeah. Yeah, get closer. I can't hear you. I can't. I can't hear you. Can you repeat that? Get closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I said uh, because uh, there can you may have the best. Yeah. But something can always be better because you always have to keep moving forward. Because if you don't keep moving forward and you don't strive for something greater or better than what you have or where you are, then you become just dormant and in that same, you know, plateau, uh, kind of like learning in wrestling. And uh, if you don't listen to people, even if you've been doing this for like 10, 12 years, you can always learn something from people that have been in the business your amount of years, longer, or even like, you know, the, uh, the new guys that come in, like, you can learn something from them too. You can learn something from everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is teachable. You know, like there's always somebody out there that's that could teach you something. Even if you think that person can't teach you something, there's there's something they might know that you might not know, or there's something you know that they might not know. Everyone's everyone has something to learn from someone else. I always say that. Like everyone, like even if it's something random, if it's something like random, like. I don't know, like knitting or something or, 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 or trying to sew something with somebody who's never sold in their life. Everybody has, everybody knows something that the other person doesn't know. That's how I always look at it. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, it may sound random, but that is so true. Yep. So Christy, um, um, what's, what's, what's on the horizons for you and where could the people, um, reach you? 
So um, everyone can follow me on social media, just like every other wrestler. Uh, so it's Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I, and it's James, J-A-Y-N-E-S. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, so yeah, you guys can follow me on those social media outlets. Uh, you know, tag me at your favorite promotions uh, that you'd like to see me at because I would love to work for them. Uh, and I'd love to meet all of you guys out there that listen in to all these great, wonderful podcasts. And yeah, I have a lot of great things uh, in the works right now and happening for me. So I'm really, really, really excited for this new year. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the future holds for you in 2019. And let's say we'll talk eight months down the line and just see where you're at at that point and how many events you've been to. And then hopefully you'll come to Wisconsin or Chicago or something and come out here as well. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Uh, Christy, thank you so much for giving me this time. I appreciate it. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.